Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Can I say something that I think is bullshit? You're a fool, would you? Yes, we sell out. He also told me he was on acid. Now you better wash that mic off. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. Alcoholica. And I talked about digging a hole in a fucking dirt and smoking hash through the ground. Oh, I don't know, there's all kinds of shit. And shower filled with women. Sit your ass down, Lara. Shoot a pair of woman's legs walking down the street. Eight women washing you down at once, you know? Come up here, Lars points to me. <laughs> And his skin is bubbling like on the Toxic Avenger. Boyfriends and dads looking for me. Ten minutes? Singing along, fucking along, doing this something the fuck along. Here we go! Hey, this is Kyle from The Sword, and you're listening to And Podcast for All. Open door so I'll walk inside Close my eyes, find my place to hide And I shake as I take it in Let the show begin Welcome to a podcast for all, I'm Shane Obershaw And I'm Jeff Winslow Jeff, episode 6.969. Ha <laughs> ha. That's, that's dirty. You know, it's funny. My high school band, Monkey Fist, we put out a full-length record when I was 16. We had our CD all across the Best Buys in America. Sold a couple thousand CDs as a no-name band. Anyways, where I'm going with this, one of the songs that we always played live, it was called 69. No way. What track Swear. number was it? Six or nine? It wasn't either, I think. Oh, dude, fail. Yeah, I don't remember, honestly, what number it was on the on the record. Like, I think maybe five. What was the song about? Maybe three. Driving down Highway 69, just having a good time <laughs> and, like, uh, you know, just hanging out with your friends. How old were you when you made that record? 16 when we made our first full-length record. Dude, that's legit. You guys were motivated as hell. We actually thought for a, a small amount of time that we were going to potentially make it my uncle had some connections and he had some really big investors that wanted to put six figures into us to basically be the next wow. Jonas, the next jonas brothers band right. but we were metalheads that listened to lamb of god and and trivium and then we also liked you know like weird like pop music too like pop rock so like everything was we were just like now we want to do it exactly how we want to do it and then we ended up fighting and breaking up like most first bands do but had we you know stuck to our guns wow, we might never do that yeah we might have had a chance to really do something but yeah you know everything happens for a reason here's 16 year olds here's six figures to get you going and motivated and, and possibly signed and distributed well but jeff's like no i'm just gonna join this metallica tribute band when i'm 20 i'm, I'm good <laughs> yeah, i just want to no, play master we, puppets i feel like i want to play 69 right exactly i feel like it was just too much at that age, like we didn't even know how to process, it, and we thought we were the shit, and you know, absolutely, it was just I don't I don't know, it was it was crazy. You know when two cops are doored up, you know when how cops meet up and they're really tight with their windows down. Yeah, yep. They call that sixty nine in, in law enforcement. <laughs> You're oh, never that's... gonna see cops doored up the same after I just told you that. No, I'm not. That's... Damn, I'm gonna be rolling by. I'm gonna be like sixty nine and. <laughs> 
the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> What's that other thing you say when, um, you always have the damnedest sayings when we're driving somewhere and something gets, what do you, oh, what do you say when we do a U-turn? Oh, flip a bitch. I never heard that until you told me that. <laughs> Flipping a bitch. Flipping a bitch. <laughs> hey, man, we've made some U-turns in the middle of the road. We've made U-turns through ditches in a snowstorm in say, Kansas. Yeah, on the freeway going through the ditch. God. <laughs> I don't think I'm. I don't think I miss those days. I miss the days when we're on our, our our airplane or on our tour bus, and even sometimes in the van. But those moments when it's like, oh shit, shitty weather, fucking going through a ditch, or we end up on some you know off right. ramp driving around in a cul-de-sac in a circle because <laughs> our. <laughs> Our, our member Tell doesn't. that story. I, I know he's listening, but I don't care. Tell the Chris GPS story. So we're our, our singer. This is years ago. Oh we God, would all yeah. take we would all take turns driving, and our singer was driving, and we're all you know sleeping, but not fully sleeping because you can't really sleep. But like you know, you're laying there, you're trying to doze off, and next thing you know, it we feel ourselves just going in a circle over and over again. <laughs> And like, I kind of look up and I look over and you're already sitting up and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And apparently the GPS told our, our, our singer to get off the freeway and like drive. It was like a service road that led mm-hmm. to a cul-de-sac and mm-hmm. we were just driving around in a circle. And I, I don't know why. I have no idea. I don't know if it was lack of sleep or we were just, he was delusional because we had been out on the road. I don't know, but... We were west of Wichita somewhere. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> and I remember I was so tired and just exhausted. I'm like, I remember I peered over one of the bench seats and you were awake. Yeah. And I said, Chris, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, just tell him, tell, just tell me what the GPS tells me to do, bro. And yeah. I just lost it. And I'm like, drive in a fucking circle in a cul-de-sac? Yeah, fucking great idea. You're like, get back on the fucking freeway. <laughs> <laughs> That was, I think we had been on the road for quite some time too. And if I remember, oh God, yeah. that was a good 20, 30 days in the van. That was like a really late night with an early van call Yep. to the next city for the next show. And I mean, you, you know, you, you have some beers after the show and then you got to get up three hours later and drive for nine, 10 hours. That's, that can be rough. When you close the show with battery and you only get four hours of sleep and have to get back in the van to sound check Harvester at 3 p.m., you're a little groggy and irritated. <laughs> just, just a little a, bit. Just a tad. That's why we sound checked with nothing else matters. Just Chris. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll be in the hotel. You go do the you go do the full line check yourself, Chris. Yeah, you, you got this. You got this. You can you can sing and play. Man, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Oh dude, our monitors would be so loud. We'd have a lot of volume. I know that. We'd, a lot we'd of be game. able to hear. We'd be able, yeah, we'd be able to hear ourselves. That's for sure. <laughs> a lot of sap. A lot of sap. Real full. A lot of sap. Speaking of a lot of sap, I I got the chance to do the Griswold family cut down Christmas tree. No way. Well, we're recording yeah. this on Sunday night, so we're going to hear this on December eighth. So everyone's probably so, got their tree up now or working on it. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Uh, let's see, a week ago. So last weekend. And there, you got a real tree done and actually brought a real saw, just like in the movie. Yeah, yeah. You go out. Well, it wow. is. A, it is an, an organized place, but you go out. You know, in their their tree forest, <laughs> and okay. you, you can pick and choose from just. There's thousands of trees. You cut it down yourself. Um, we got a very full tree. 
Um, my lady picked it out. Beautiful tree. Uh, I had a feeling it might be a little bit too big, but we got basically it a rerun of Clark. Yeah, we we got it in the house, and it was it it was too big. Did it have rope s- around it? They had the cut. Uh, it had a net. Had a net, and we were hoping it was going to flop a little bit more. It was a, it was a little anticlimactic when we cut it, but as far as like the height, we had to like immediately pull it out and trim it. That's when he's about ready to cut. He goes, "I give you the Griswold family, family Christmas tree," and then he cuts it with the scissors. All hell breaks loose. It's really full. A lot of sap. Looks great. A lot of sap in here. Looks great. Little full, a lot of sap. You know, <laughs> while we're on this, you know, topic of Christmas and we're quoting Christmas Vacation, what is the best Christmas movie of all time or the best two or three, whatever? Like, because I know that's kind of hard to pick one specific one. You're asking me what the best Christmas movie is of all time? Best, favorite, whatever. You know, you know, Elf got voted the best Christmas movie of all I time. I like, like that movie. That, Amanda hates Will Ferrell, so I always I always bring that movie up because she can't stand that movie, and I think it's hilarious. I'm I'm with her. I, Will Ferrell can come or go, but that I've never gotten into Elf, and it's never that doesn't even cross my mind when I think of a Christmas movie. To be honest with you, because I've only seen it twice, it's definitely like, this is not terrible. the best. No, it's definitely not the best. Santa, Santa. <laughs> that part I do know. <laughs> But dude, anytime you think of a Christmas movie, I I can't help it but go right to Christmas Vacation. Nothing top, nothing even comes close. No, I would say it, it's. I, I feel like for myself, I have to pick one for myself, and then like one that I'd watch with my kids. You know, because Christmas Vacation, I mean, I can watch with my kids, but there's you know a couple scenes, and I, I do love the bad Santa movies. I'm not gonna lie, Billy Bob. Thornton Those are good. Was awesome, but I would either pick Christmas Vacation or Santa Claus, the first one. What about Christmas wrong? story. I love a Christmas story, but Santa Claus, Tim Allen, dude. Yeah. And that, that so, that's that movie. It to me that that screams Christmas. It is when, Christmas. Okay. When you think of a when you think of Christmas movies, what's the first one that enters your mind? Christmas Vacation. Okay. End of story. Yep. You know, people argue that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Maybe that I, I should could, be our in voting for all. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? <laughs> I would vote yes, but again, that's like Elf. It doesn't even cross my mind when I think of that that topic. Right, and you know some of these movies, like you know Home Alone, it's a classic. I absolutely love Home Alone one and two, but I don't usually think of that as a Christmas movie, even though it's totally a Christmas movie. It's funny you bring that up. Uh, yesterday, Saturday afternoon on the couch down here, scrolling like we do when we're in a fucking coma on the weekend on our couch. Yep. Home Alone is now an Airbnb. That house? The house. Holy and it has been shit. redecorated to look exactly like the movie, if you can believe that shit. It's in the suburbs of Chicago. So I know you've probably seen the meme before. And it, I really, the older I get, it really speaks to me, especially having, you know, kids and, you know, just having to work and whatnot. And just, you know, as you get older, you see the meme, it shows the picture of Kevin McAllister's house. And it says, the older I get, the more I wonder to myself, what the hell did Kevin McAllister's dad do to afford that house Good and point. to take and take all those kids to Europe and the family <laughs> to fucking what, Paris, Paris, <laughs> like what the hell did that guy do? Right. 
Like, fuck the rest of the movie. The fact that the kid was home alone. What does the dad do? First class on American Airlines back when American was nice. <laughs> back in the good old days. Back in the good old days when American on the side of their jets, it said 767 luxury liner. Yeah, see, now I I, uh, I don't even know if I've... I can't remember the last time I flew on American. The words American and luxury don't go along anymore, I'll tell you that much. Not in the airline industry, at least. Oh, my God. Dude, but back to this Airbnb. Tell me you wouldn't take the toboggan or the sled down that staircase. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I would get a video, slow-mo video of it. You know, there's a, you know there's a waiver and a damage deposit, but I'd have to scrape those stairs up and just, just pull that off. I mean, because I, you can stay in the Christmas story house. I remember that. You can rent that. Yes. That would be epic, but man, yes. to stay at Kevin McAllister's house. Oh, I want. I want. I want to walk down those concrete steps to where the basement is. <laughs> they get all icy. I'd have to somehow find a way to get that hook that heated up that he put on the doorknob, and so it glowed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That was on. I'm pretty sure that was on MythBusters. They tested to see if that would actually work. One of those big like iron. I don't. What the hell is that from? The grill. That was like an yeah. old grill tool or something. I, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm write sure. in, people, in podcastforall at gmail.com. You know who's going to be the first one to write in. It's going to be Bob. He's going to be, like, be like, actually, it was this right here. I, right. I got you guys because I know movies really, really well, but I know if there's something I don't know, Bob definitely knows it. Knowing Bob, he probably owns that thing from some movie memorabilia convention <laughs> right. he went to on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, oh, you mean this one here? Please, Bob, let us know if you know what that thing is. Trivia, by the way, and this I did not know this, but after I thought about it, it, it came to mind after 30 years of Home Alone. Yeah. What was Buzz's spider's name? Buzz's, Remember Buzz, Buzz yep. had that badass room up in the attic? Yep. And then the spider got loose? Fucking Buzz. I don't remember. Axel. <laughs> that fitting? It's very fitting. Oh, so, uh, I was like, what? It even said that they even have a spider in the house. And on the cage, it says Axel. I'm like, they've covered every detail if there's a spider in that oh, room yeah. at that BNB. Yeah. Do you know how much it costs? Or To be determined, the, uh, for sale wasn't until like December 9th when the dates open up. I'm sure it's not cheap. If you had a family of 10 and everyone chipped in, I think you could maybe make it somewhat doable. <laughs> yeah, somewhat. Right. Somewhat. <laughs> God, that'd be badass. Yeah. We should play there. I was just about to say, maybe the band should rent it out, and we should yeah. just throw like a major, just rager a house party in the Home Alone house. I'd Film it. We we tear have that a up drone. Like a... Yeah, have a drone outside. Oh yeah. Then the yeah. wet bandit show up in the van. Hell yeah! I got Joe Pesci's number on speed dial. Hey Marv. <laughs> what was his snakes, name? Snakes, snakes. I don't, I don't know any snakes. Was, <laughs> uh, what was it? Marv, Mar- and... Marvin, Harry. Harry, yeah. The Wet Bandits. And then it became the Sticky Bandits. Sticky Bandits. <laughs> the tar. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that was in the second one, right? We would throw a party in that house. It would look like the fucking Whiskey in the Jar video. Yeah, that would be amazing. We'd be kicking out windows and breaking down walls. And God, that'd be some good shit. We would be in debt for the rest of our lives. You only live <laughs> once, dude. I don't know why we want to do this. Yeah, it's only money. Great. How did we get on the topic of Home Alone, by the way? Oh, Christmas movies. Christmas movies, yeah. Here we are, episode six, uh, episode nine of season six, 69, and podcast for all, where 
Shane and Jeff have gone on for 14 and a half minutes with absolutely no Metallica chatter. I think the first Metallica reference I made was just the whiskey in the jar video about that house party. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're going to be hearing this episode in a couple days. I I have a feeling in a couple days we're also going to be posting what my Christmas tree looks like. I hear some good things about it. Let's just say it's themed after a band that starts with the letter M and ends with the letter A. Oh. Okay. Okay. I, Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all I could think of. <laughs> right. I was trying to think of one off the top of my head, too. I'm like, hold on. Come on. Hurry up. Think of one. And then he said so Madonna. It's like a virgin Christmas tree, I could say. Hmm. It's stripped down is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Madonna song? I don't know. I wasn't a huge Madonna fan. I like Prayer. That's actually not a bad song. It's not a bad song. Because the music video in that church when that black statue comes alive. He's st- oh, you yeah. Know, when the tear comes down his face. Yep. Yep. That, w- when I was a kid, I'm like, I was kind of freaked out by that. So that made you like it then? Because let's face that's, it, being scared sometimes is kind of fun. That's what it was all about. When that statue came alive, I'm like, this is this is legit. That statue came alive and looked at you and said, Shane, don't be fucking scared. That's what happened. Don't get fucking scared, man. <laughs> now I'm going to get a bunch of hate mail because I called the statue black, but it's it's a black man in the church. Oh, right, right, right. See, now you just said a black man scared you. So, yeah, you are going to get hate mail. Dude, I got more black friends than I do have white friends. You're Asian of all people, so I, whatever. I, I am. I am. W- I like what's your percentage? What are you, half something? Yeah, I'm 50% Korean and then 50% white. <laughs> white so i'm like i'm like a banana but i'm like not the banana peel like the inside of a banana you know so like kind of yellow but kind of white and fresh froggy fresh dude all the time remember in uh remember in gran turismo among oh, i do remember <laughs> clint eastwood yep gran torino Sorry, I said Grand Turismo. I, I knew what movie you were talking about, but yeah, yeah. All those hummungs. Yeah, that's how he says <laughs> Saying it. Saying the H strongly. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a great movie, though. Clint Eastwood's hell of a guy. Filmed in Detroit. That's right. Detroit Rock City. I like that movie, too. Maybe it was in Aaron Ginther's backyard. Aaron Ginther's a huge movie buff, too. Him and Bob are ridiculous. Yeah, Aaron met Chevy, right? Wasn't that who met Chevy? A couple times, I think he has. Yeah, I need to meet Chevy. He needs to come on our on our show. Yep. Chevrolet Chase, if you're listening. Chevrolet. Chevrolet Chess. <laughs> Chevrolet Bowtie. Dude, when you hauled your tree home, was it on top of the Durango, just like it was on top of their Taurus station wagon? No, no. So it was on top of our journey last year, but then we got the Durango this year, and we didn't, oh. we didn't want to put it on the Durango. So no, that wouldn't be good. Amanda's dad came with, and he put it in his truck. Perfect. Yeah, so it was nice. And plus, it was heavy as fuck. That's how I knew it was bigger. I lifted it up. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, this thing is fucking heavy. How'd you get that in the house through the front door? Uh, we went in through the garage and then that side door. You know, where oh, the, got it. the garage doors and it's right up the stairs there. Everyone's familiar with Jeff Winslow's garage because they've heard his garage on a previous episode actually <laughs> close on our garage days. What would we call that? Revisited? Re- revisited, reloaded. That's the night we got stood up and we just listened to garage days in your garage. Yeah, it was summertime. Man, what I wouldn't give for some of that oh, weather. Well, I, I mean, know what you're ta- it's 81 degrees here right now. I was going to say it's nice and warm. You can go out in a t-shirt. It's oh, uh it's going to be in the pool today. It's going to be 13 here in Minnesota tomorrow. What? Yeah, I think bottoms drop or something like that.
Dude, you ready to chat some Metallica? We're 20 minutes in. We've lost half of our audience. No, we haven't. They are intrigued because what we're about to say is going to kick their ass. Season 6, episode 969. This is the unnamed, underrated, and outlaw tune episode. I you know, I like it. I I've put together a little list myself. Uh, have you done have you done that? I have, and we have to send a shout out, a special APFA shout out to Stefan our favorite So What editor and uh, Met Club guru for Metallica. Yep. Metallica has stolen Jeff and I's ideas for the last 80 to 90 episodes, and tonight we're going to steal one of theirs, so here we go. All right, you're up first because I am dying to hear what you have on this list because this was an interesting one to put to put together. Yeah, it was, and it came together last minute because we saw Stefan's thing in his posts with all of Metallica stuff about underrated things, and he was on XM Cirrus. Uh, XM Cirrus satellite radio i can never say that right serious like serious why, like why so serious why he's so serious yeah serious <laughs> hey, is he, hey is he joking no he's serious joking ladies and gentlemen joking no i'm serious Long lost third cousin of don is that joking no you can tell by his hair is he joking no it's serious but uh, yeah right <laughs> This came together last minute because we're two weeks away from the 40th anniversary in San Francisco. We also have to get to in Voting for All, which I believe you have two of those tonight. We have a little bit of a special edition. It's a duel in Voting for All. So I think there's okay. going to be two polls going. And then next week will be the total 20-week recap of in Voting for All. Start basically, to finish. Basically on that Wednesday as we're heading out to San Francisco that week. All the way down the list. We're going to go through everything. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how close or how far away our predictions are going to be. I like that. But here we are, unnamed, underrated, and outlaw-tuned. I, I made my list, and I, I, I misspelled tune, so I have the outlaw-yoon. Yoon? Yoon. Sometimes I don't like autocorrect. Yeah, I don't it know. It thinks it knows what you're getting to, and it's like, no, no, no. We Metallica fans have our own language and spelling, so don't fuck with me right now. I think I might have been typing too fast, but I was like, you know what? Now it's just more unique. I've got my outlaw, Yoon. Because you know when I text you, I like to say fuckers and spell it with a Z like James. Yep. Apple does does not like that or find the comedy in that. After all these years, it still says, eh. Yeah, it's, not, it's never fucking. It's ducking. That's true, too. I'm going first on this. Unless you want me to go first, I was just no, I was I'll kick it off. I was feeling anxious to know what your list was because when you texted me earlier, I was you said you had a list, and then you I think you said you had some. Well, why don't you just get to it? Okay, I have five songs that I feel are underrated and way outlaw tunes that should be overrated and more should we say normal tunes. Okay, okay. I have five, and then I've got a couple runners up that I'll give honorable mentions to. Honorable mentions, I like it. This is in alphabetical order. <laughs> A to Z, everyone, if you did not graduate fifth grade. Song number one, Atlas Rise. I like where you're going with this. That's that's a, I mean... It, I was waiting for your reaction. You, you'll see my reaction here in a little bit. <laughs> Atlas Rise was, it's hard to describe. I I feel like Atlas would be a bigger and not such a outlaw tune and, and uh, not talked about tune if it had a different intro. 
I think the problem is it's a little repetitive and a little kind of busy in the beginning. I don't think it's that. I think is what happened is it suffered the same fate and it's what happened on Death Magnetic. Uh, it, it suffered that second song syndrome because they opened up with the first two songs of the record for the whole tour and then after the tour they play it so much that the song just gets shelved just like the end of the line and i, I was think it's gonna say you're treating this like life and line i mean that's essentially what happened except hardwired is going to continue to get played because it was a single and it's they play it for 90 seconds <laughs> the rest is tape <laughs> true no it's a good point so it's easy filler atlas has has so much groove and so much heaviness to it and amazing riffs and when you listen to that song that down picking is no fucking around no it is not it's when it's, they play that live you watch james right hand that fucker is a machine you it's hard to keep up sometimes i can tell everyone talks about halo on fire being the anthem or like the legendary track from that record Mm-hmm. I is even though Dream No More is probably my favorite song to listen to, I've always thought that the epic track from that record was Atlas Rise. I think musically, it is the best written song on that record. N W O B H M. All day. New wave of British heavy metal. That was the working title for that song. And it makes so much sense. It was Especially the part that you and I refer to as the Iron Maiden part. Yeah, it's just so melodic, and it's I, I feel like some of Metallica's music as they've gotten older has it lacks some of that you know the harmonies and shit that they used to do back in the day. I mean they they were quite a melodic band, and then they turned into a very like blues rock oriented you know. Right. And I'm not saying they sound like a blues rock band, but like their riffs and even like some of like the stuff off of Hardwired. You know, it has that kind of blues rock roots, if that makes sense. You know, like almost like that load vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, totally agree. Yeah, I I can agree with you 100 percent on Atlas. Song number two also starts with the letter A. Oh. Any guesses? And justice for all. Great guess. But no, it almost that almost made it onto mine. It's funny you say that because I thought about that hard today. The only reason it didn't make it on and I there, thought about no, it's it's it stood up pretty heavy overall. That's what I was gonna say. I, it's not really underrated. If it was an underrated song, it wouldn't have been included in their full arsenal in in right. their movie. You know what I mean? Like they actually included that song on the record for the for the movie. You know what I mean? Right. And I think the reason it doesn't get airplay is because it's nine minutes and forty four seconds. Yeah, ten minutes long. Yeah, that makes. That makes a difference. <laughs> Song number two with an A, Attitude. Attitude, okay. Yes. That's... I always thought that song would be bigger if it wasn't so deep down as track 12 on that record. Well, and if they hadn't already had like five commercially successful songs <laughs> from that record, or that era, I should say. Between... Load, reload era. Yeah. Or if Attitude was maybe on load, a little bit higher up in the track listing. Right. I think that would be like a six, seven, eight slot kind of song. It would have helped if they would have played it a little bit more, too. Boom! 
morning to attitude. <laughs> Asleep at Jeff Winslow's driver's ed's car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that car is not And run like hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think some riffs in attitude and the bridge and the lyrics are highly underrated. Yeah, I mean, I okay, so underrated, yes. That song, I... It never really like stood out to me. I don't dislike it, obviously, but it was never one that like really just kind of grabbed me by the poo poo. But it's it's definitely got some gnarly riffs. Poo poo is something your kids would say. Hey, Tommy Chong said that in Up in Smoke. Kind of grabs you by the poo poo, doesn't it? We've used that before, I think. I think we have. Yeah, early on. I'm trying to think what that was with. Probably. Just let me kill you for a while. Just let me kill you for a smile. Yeah, there were some dark lyrics in that load and reload era. Oh, dude, these are great lyrics. I hunger, I eat. Come on, man. Hey, I get hungry, so I have to eat. Throw your bolts in the fire. Twist mother tongue. People can relate with shit like that, you know, being hungry and eating. So that was smart of them. Asleep at the wheel. That was so about your Corolla driver's head car. I know it was. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I was doing that in 96, 7. Song number three also comes from the load reload era. Oh, see, you, you, you went all load and reload on me? Nope, Don't, just, just hang okay, on okay. here. We're I'm on song excited. three of five. Devil Dance. Devil Dance, huh? That doesn't surprise me. You've always had a thing for that song. Always have, always will. It's heavy. It how it's in slot three and it kind of gets kind of lost between memory and unforgiven two. It's a sad deal. Well, it's because I feel like reload got lost within load. You know what I mean? Like reload has never gotten the recognition that load got. Yeah, fuel and memory took the spotlight, and then it was kind of onto garage ink. Yeah, but I mean, reload didn't. I feel like if reload would have came out first and then load would have came out. It maybe would have been a different story, but let's face it, Load is it's a little bit of a better record. I agree. Way higher on my list than Reload is when you put them all in order. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Tune down. I hate comparing it to Sad But True. It's not Sad But True. To me, it's Devil Dance, and I have loved that song since the second I heard it. Yeah, I like that song. It's got a good groove. Dude, come dance. <laughs> I mean, does it get any heavier than that? I mean, Unforgiven 2 is pretty heavy. Come on, man. It's pretty righteous, dude, when you have a fucking B-bender. <laughs> Tell, tellies don't lie. Tellies are heavy. And B-benders are literally heavy. You know how much I rag on Fender Telecasters. Huh. Since the day I've met you, you've known my hate for that kind of guitar. So sad. I am I am hoping we see that in a couple weeks in San Francisco, because yes. you know what that means. Yes. That's you and I will re- shit ourselves. That's the real deal right there. You want that awful baby poop colored yellow telly that he has? Yep, yep. And I want his Bigsby Les Paul for the no, rest no, no, of no, the no, show. No. Not Bigsby. I'm talking like Gerber baby food, awful yellow telly. That's just a vintage, that's like a vintage TV yellow, dude. That's a great color. 
<laughs> TV yellow. That's what it's called. <laughs> that body is, or that guitar's color is that? The, those old school colors, like some of those old yellow, like fucking like baby squash looking shit. That TV yeah. yellow. It's one of them. Maybe not That's Fender's. That's what they actually call it? Maybe Fender's not official, but I know Gibson had TV yellow. Yeah, I never knew that. I thought you just made that up to be funny. No, 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 that's real. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I'm here. Signal. We got. We gotta. We gotta put up the signal now. Oh my god. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's boop. Uh, everyone, the Bob signal is back. The Bob signal. <laughs> He has come Howdy. once again to join us. Bob, the funny thing about this is obviously you and I coordinated this without Jeff knowing. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff has referred to you in the last 33 minutes, I think, three times. I actually yes. have. And I said before we started this, I'm like, man, this is an episode tonight where we should have him just like randomly appear. <laughs> Had no idea. Cheers. Cheers. We. What did we want to ask him first? Oh, if he knows what that tool from Home Alone is. Yeah, is that, that part he, is that from a grill that he puts on the door handle? Oh, you know, um, <laughs> that that thing that heats up. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I got it hanging in the back here. That's a good question. I don't know what that is. I remember him taking it out of like an old grill back in like a little snow. It, it's in the back and it's all covered with snow. He opens the lid and he takes that out of there. What he plugs that into, I have no idea, dude. Yeah, I maybe that was. Um, that was some sort of uh, Hollywood fabrication. It is. It was on Mythbusters. That that. Oh, what? Yeah, that trick would never actually work. The whole door handle thing. So when, when are we? When are we going to do the Airbnb at the at the McAllister <laughs> house? house? I'm so twenty five bucks a night. What? But you know, it's, it says it's twenty five bucks a night. What? But I oh, bet boy. you it's I a ten year waiting list. <laughs> well, that or it's probably like the. Um, <clears throat> the Scream House. They did a they did a Airbnb for that too, oh, like right. Stu's house from the end of Scream. <laughs> yep. And it was cheap like that, but there were I think there were all kinds of fees, or it was a huge waiting list, and you could only get in in like in like a, a minute, like a five minute window, and then it was sold out. They were like, you know, what? You, we can get you in for a nap. You can't stay overnight, but if you want to come in and just you know rest your eyes for a minute, enjoy. You can you can come in and smell the bathroom after. You know, Kali Culkin uses it. Yeah, I mean, you gotta take you gotta take a piss. That's fine. Shit, no, you're out. Nope, nope. Jeff, it was so funny. How many times you said Bob or Ork in the first half an hour? I'm like, if you only know what's about coming. <laughs> yeah. What else are we asking him about? Yeah, what what she got? Well, you know what? We should we should finish your list and then see if he has you know a, a song that he thinks is an outlawed oh. song or list. Bob, by the way, welcome to unnamed. Underrated and the Outlaw Tunes for episode nine in season six. Cool. We're picking so un- far, underrated songs that should get more attention. Jeff and I both have five songs, and so far I've talked about Atlas, Attitude, and Devil Dance. And he's got I two. Agree with those. He's got two more. I got two more. Yeah, go and for it. Song number four, Halo on Fire. Jeff. I don't know if I consider that an underrated song. I consider it kind of an outlaw tune. I feel like that's the song that gets the most attention off that record. I at least by fans, maybe not the mainstream, but by like okay. all of us, like 
anytime we have true Metallica fans on this show and Halo gets brought up, they're like, yep, that's the greatest song on that record. I don't... That song is so big and means so much to me, I still think it doesn't get enough love as like a Hardwired or a Moth or a Spit gets. Well, it's yeah, probably because it's, it's longer than all of those songs. It is, but we haven't... And they haven't played it live since... 1819 that has me concerned it's kind of one of those like we talked about before with atlas like hardwired atlas like that was just your life end of the line is like are we going to hear halo again or is it done that's one of those songs that monumental to me i don't want to say it's you know like unnamed but there's not enough love for that song in my opinion right right no i i guess i guess i could see where you're coming from with that yeah yeah Song number five, and then we'll turn it over to U2. U2, like Bono or something? Is right, he, is right, he coming right. in? Yeah, I think so. He, he's late to the call. <laughs> the Bono signal, not the Bob signal. See, that, that was a Fan Can 4 reference for, for those. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, Bono, what do you think? Well, gee, well, when I played Sarajevo. You know, that's right, gee, dude. I you forgot know. about that. Man, Bob's got that. He's, he's got that encyclopedia going on up there. Does I'm impressed. I am too. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. I didn't know what that tool was from the grill at the McAllisters. Yeah, you know what? Disconnect him. Yep. <laughs> I'm canceled. Yeah. Unplug my the five. <laughs> I round out my unnamed, underrated, and outlaw tunes: Atlas, Attitude, Devil, Halo, with no remorse. That's really funny that you have that because that was on my list and I took it off. But it was on there, and no remorse by far. Yeah, I mean, highly underrated, especially "Kill 'Em All" type song that is kind of fallen as a deep track on that record, and a, a deep track for forty years. It should get the same attention that something like "Seeking Destroyer" the Four Horsemen get. I was just gonna say that you you can put, in my opinion, "No Remorse" to me is above "Hit the Light" and above "Motor Breath." Yeah. Definitely above both those. Not above horse. It's above. It's above seek for me, but not above wow, horse. Yeah. yeah, definitely not above horseman. No, no. But you, you know what's just, funny about that ba- song? It's a. It's a one of those songs that's buried too deep in the track listing, yeah. where it's it's like an attitude. If that was bumped up five or six slots, it'd be a lot more appreciated. Yeah, you you know what's funny about that though? Um, years ago, I got. You remember when you could go to um, like the wall or fye or whatever and uh, sam goody <laughs> yeah and you could get like those interview cds you know oh yeah yes. yep um there was one interview cd and i don't even remember what the hell it was what it was called um but it had a booklet with it like a book that was basically the size of the cd case and it went through all of their songs um up until um i guess it was up until the black album because load maybe load had just come out or it hadn't come out yet um and I remember thumbing through it and seeing uh, Under No Remorse saying that it was sort of um, like a precursor to where they would eventually go with the simpler songwriting and sort of, you know, um, that's, not going a million miles a minute. Right, that song has definitely got a pretty straightforward layout yeah. and structure to it. Yeah. Love it. Needs, needs to be around a lot more than motor or lights. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd agree. 
Yeah, no, Jeff a, and I have opened with that song probably a half a dozen times. It's been a small handful, oh, nice. and it's a fun song to open up with for sure. It's oh. a good like just right out the gate. You hear ecstasy end, and it's just one, two, three, four, ten, you know, right into it. It's just that intro solo. Oh yeah, and it's a good. The solo is not the races. It's not. It's not super tough. It's just a lot of you know pentatonic stuff. So it's like. A fairly easy solo, so it's good to you know, and it sounds like you're doing a lot, you know, in it. But it, it's kind of nice for the first song. It's not, it's not like op- cool. it's not like opening with ride. <laughs> have you opened with ride? No. Oh. We ha- uh, or have we? I know it's been second in the set before, but I don't know if we've ever actually opened with it. We have. I think it was before you were in the band. Yeah, because I don't recall in my nine years. I, of I know touring. you don't like that early on. Yeah, I mean, I can do it every once in a while, but yeah, there was when we started playing it. Like that solo, it's it's got a you gotta have some dexterity a, to to play. Be a little so, warmed up. Yeah, just a little, a couple songs. Yeah. Then. Well, there's my five, Jeffrey. Atlas, Attitude, Devil, Halo, No Remorse. Well, what what are your runner ups? Because I'm curious to see what those were. Oh, my honorable mentions. Or your yeah, your honorable asterisks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Asterix I or whatever. What would be the plural? Right. Like, when you have an when you have an asterisk next to your name in the Hall of Fame, that means you've been juicing, right? OJ? <laughs> the juice. Actually, I, I, was, I was talking about that with my mom today because she was saying how we were talking about the Miami Dolphins, and um, she was talking about Dan Marino, and I was like, oh, I was like, you just like Dan Marino because he's cute. And she was she was talking about him and something about the, the Football Hall of Fame when mom and dad visited there. Dad wasn't able to walk through it, so he stayed kind of outside and talked to one of the security guards. And the security guard told him um, about Dan Marino and how he was really rude. Oh, really? And he was mean. And well, so no, I made a joke. Was that? I was gonna say, well, no wonder he's mean. He never got the ring. So I mean, well, exactly. <laughs> but I, I, I made a joke about the, the football Hall of Fame, and I was like, oh, is OJ in there? <laughs> he's in the wife killing Hall of Fame. <laughs> Hot take. Now, now, Bob. He was not guilty. <laughs> yeah, he, he's in the Naked Gun Hall of Fame. He's he's in the he's in the date, Dateline Hall of Fame. Yeah, <laughs> with Le- Lester Holtz talking about him. Exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. Asterix. Uh, my asterix. I'll just fire these off. Helen back. Oh, uh, I yep yep. End of the line. Mm-hmm. This will come as no surprise to. The two of you and the rest of our listening audience, the struggle within. And I also have in there, here comes revenge. I mean, it, it, could, it could use a little bit more attention, but I mean. That's, You're both shaking your head like. Uh, well, because that song that. to me, was, I, I feel like it gets the attention it deserves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's difficult with, with disc two of Hardwired. It really you is. Know, aside, really, aside from from spit and maybe confusion just because they played it as much the you know? the structure of that song struggles but there are parts yeah. of that song are so underrated i think if they would some just... of those riffs when it takes off some of those lyrics in there are just they are solid i do like the second disc there's some good jams spit out the bone is not to me as great as everyone says it is but i do like the song i feel like if you would have taken spit put it on disc one and then just called that the record it would have been a near perfect record sure close close you know what i mean yeah hell and back line struggle revenge all right well you know what i'm gonna go through my outlaw yunes and uh 
you're, I think you're going to be somewhat surprised, maybe not. I'll rattle them off fairly quickly. So starting with number one, I went with Escape. Because... Wow. It's obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, and I don't want to say just because they haven't played it and because they hate it, because I feel like amongst the diehards, a lot of them really like it. But as far as the song itself, I mean, it really doesn't get the attention it deserves. It is, you know, a pretty good, I, I don't want to say metal song, but it's a good, you know, hard rock song. You know what I mean? It's a cool riff. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, song number two, I did The Unnamed Feeling. Now, even though they, they had a music wow. video for it, I always felt like... Of the songs on St. Anger that maybe you would throw in here and there. I wanted to say My World, but I wanted to try and keep this list different from any other list or album or anything that I've done. So I'm not just repeating the same songs, you know what I mean? Hey, Unnamed was on my Master of Albums. <laughs> yes, it was. Because I touched every record on that. Yep. And it's a song I, I, that, I agree with you. that, you know, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got this kind of, you know what it is? Unnamed Feeling is almost like the unforgiven of that record and the only reason i say that is because if you think about it the chorus of that song is it's kind of light and the verse is a little bit more you know i don't want to say heavy but it's it's you know it's a little bit more aggressive and heavy it's not until the very last chorus that they actually do the full chorus with like that's true you know what i mean that's true. So it kind of has that backwards, as Lars was talking about with Unforgiven. You know, we wanted to do it backwards instead of, you know, true. You know, light verse, heavy chorus. They do it backwards, and that's kind of how Unnamed Feeling is. I think, I think too, Unnamed Feeling is, is the most complete song on that album. Like, it sounds with the verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Yeah, it's definitely the most, like, structured, quote-unquote. Yeah, structured. The other ones are very... A series of choppy. You got riffs. heavies. You got cleans. You got heavies. You got cleans. Yeah, it's got a series the, of moments. Yeah, unnamed feeling definitely has got the most classic Metallica structure for that record. I agree. I agree. Nice pick. Um, yeah, good, good pick. Number three, you're gonna laugh, and this is why I didn't want to react too much. But number three, Atlas Rise. <laughs> nice. I figured if I if I reacted too much, then you would know that I picked it. So that's why you're like, I'm waiting for your reaction. I'm like, I you'll you'll see my reaction. Because Dude, I, solid. Because I agree. It's that song that's, that's fucking... That song. It's such a great song, and I feel like... Like I said, it's probably... Not, it's not necessarily my favorite, but it's probably the best quote-unquote song on Hardwired, in my opinion. Wow. That's that's a big statement. It's, yeah. it's really well put together, and like you said, yes, there's some is. trucking riffs. Um, yeah, no, some I... down picking. lead part. Then. Yep. I just... I love that song, and every time I listen to it, it's one of those songs that... For those of you that don't know, like you know, I don't, I don't listen to Metallica as much as everyone else does. But when I choose what I listen to, I feel like I pick and choose very carefully, and it's usually songs that I haven't played 900 times live. And Atlas Rise is like that song that if I am gonna, you know, listen to them, I will actually like, you know, go out of my way and make sure I put that song on, crank it up. You know what I mean? Because that's Jamming. yeah, that song is just, it's so good. Dude, I didn't think you and I would even come close on this. I, I, you know, that's it, funny. It was there was a couple of them there where you said, and I was like, well, I either had that on there or I was thinking about it. Um, song number four, I did Low Man's lyric. I feel like it's a well-written song. I feel wow. like of the, you know, because you have Outlaw and Fixer, they're like the long, big, you know, kind of songs that close out the record. But then on each of those records, I consider Mama Said and Low Man's, you know, they're kind of like the country, you know, rockabilly vibe. 
and I feel I feel like Mama said gets a, more attention in general sure. just because I feel like it's it's really a, a a sad dark song. You know what I mean? Like the lyrics are yeah, your dog's caught outside in the rain, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's just there's so much emotion into it, and I feel like they never gave it the attention it deserved. And Fixer is not going to be underrated because it's going to be played two weeks from now. Yeah, no, I couldn't put Fixer on there. Fixer, but the thing is, and (laughs) see, that's the thing, and that's why I didn't want to, when I picked Escape, I wasn't necessarily because they didn't play it because they've never played Fixer, but they're by no means is that an underrated or an outlaw song. Every single Metallica fan is waiting to hear that song. You know what I mean? Escape's been played, what, once? Yeah, but even still, just with that, I mean, that, that automatically drops it down. You know what I mean? I hear you. I hear you. The last song is going to be the end of the line. Wow. Yeah. I almost <laughs> I almost had that as well. I, I picked Atlas and end of the line on purpose for what I said in the beginning. They got track two. They got the dreaded track two slot that like they play it on the right or on the tour and then it gets shelved. You know, got to go like magnetic and and death magnet or magnetic and hardwired. They both got the same ordeal. You know what I mean? And Jeff Winslow's Outlaw Tune, unnamed or underrated, Escape, unnamed, Atlas, Dog Caught in the Rain, and End of the Line. Yeah, that would that would Dude, definitely solid. That'd be my list for sure. Do you have asterisks? I, I did not, no. Nope, I just did, no. I did the five otherwise. Jeff, give us one runner-up and go. A Wolf and Man. Wow, that was fast. Yeah, because I had already, already had that one kind of pondering to... Well, that's what your master of albums was called. <laughs> exactly, and and I wanted to try and pick one off the black album, but it's hard to really think of a quote unquote underrated tune. And the only really underrated tune on that record, or I say I should say outlaw, is "Don't Tread on Me." And to be totally honest, that's it's sure. not like I'm not a huge fan of that song. It's just not. I don't know. So it's you're hard. more of a fan of Volbeat's version than Metallica. I actually, I actually am, which is weird because when I first heard it, I was like, "eh," because I'm not a huge Volbeat fan. I know, but I and the more I listened to it, it was so fucking good, so good. Pop version of "Don't Tread on Me," I call it. Well, the chorus is definitely a little bit more poppy. I like how the chorus, yeah. how the vocal line kind of climbs. Yeah, I just I like the way they put it together. Right. They changed the melody line and the chord structure of the chorus a little bit to fit what they were doing and. It really, you know, it's like the dude's rug in the Big Lebowski. It tied the room together. <laughs> it sounds very Dropkick Murphys, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can hear that. Yeah, just kind of with that, like, and and you know, it's got the swing, you know, the very swingy vibe to it, you know. Bob, since you dropped in unannounced, the Bob signal arrived on episode six point nine. Do you just off the cuff improv have any songs? That you think are unnamed, underrated, or total outlaws? Oh man, I actually have an iTunes playlist called Metallica. Um, <laughs> it's, called Metallica. it's called Metallica. It's called Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, oh really? I was, I was I was trying to say Metallica colon forgotten songs. Colonoscopy. Forgotten yeah. songs. Forgotten songs. And and this okay. is basically you know the songs that either don't get played live anymore or were never played live. Um, so I thought Forgot. it was a good a good um, sort of jumping off point. Tunes just, that are dead to you according to your iTunes account. Yeah, we should name yeah. this Now That We're Dead. <laughs> there you go, Now That We're Dead. Um, I think from just off the top of my head, the first one that really sticks out is the House Jack Built. 
Um, All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not necessarily because it hasn't been played live, but there's a lot of cool shit in that song. Yeah, Um, talk box. Well, and what's cool about it? What's cool about it is if you look at, you know, just kind of some of the the vocal melody lines and the way the songs put together. It's it's not very uh, classic Metallica. Like it's actually a little bit outside the box. So very Alice in Chains. Yeah, yeah. It's got that '90s, very '90s grungy kind of Seattle yes. sound almost, and it's something that was a little bit different for them. So, yeah, that's a great and, choice. And, and the chorus too, man. The chorus is so sing alongy. Like, oh I god, mean, yeah. You, I, I just thinking about it, I get pumped up just because it's so you you scream it along, you know. And that's I why it's just, on my dream set list. Oh man, and. You know, the, the thing, talking about the talk box, I swear to God, Shane, there's a picture that I saw, not from Death Magnetic, but from the Load Era, where James, I believe, had the mullet, still had the mullet. Okay. And he had the talk box. And I remember looking at that picture, and I want to say it was probably a Guitar World, um, because I remember seeing it, and I was like, what the hell is that? What is he doing in that picture? Because at the time, you know, I would have been in like eighth grade and had no idea what... You know, right. What was going on, you know, instrument-wise. But as I think I, back on that, there was very like millisecond snippets in one of the fan cans of Kirk and James both like standing by a talk it. box that's set up, and then yeah, between Jeff and myself and and Pizzle and Chris, we've always gone back and forth. Like, who actually is it on the record, though? Pretty sure it's James. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, well, the solo obviously sound the, sounds very like yeah, James. and it's panned. It's panned. I've always thought about the pan. Obviously, he's singing it, but the other parts that are on there, it's like it could very well be Kirk too. But I'm I'm still going with James. And then too, the the whole thing, um, you know, when it was the the 20th anniversary back in 2000 or 2016, um, when Spider Dan sat down and did that interview with James and Lars about it about Load, um, and they were talking about House That Jack Built, and Lars was like, "Oh, we played it." And, you know, and, and Jeff stepped in and was like, no, no, you no, didn't. didn't. <laughs> and then Lars talked about having the talk box rig built by Zach and then doing it at soundtrack. So I'm like, whoa, now it's taking on even more mythic, you know, uh, levels of. So they had a of, live setup ready to go for that? Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Wow, you know, I never did that, that. interview. So, you know, again, mm-hmm. I couldn't recreate to... it live. So they said, nah, let's ax it. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's probably what happened, but you know it's like I, I I hate to keep mentioning the the load deluxe box set eventually, but it's just like man, I hope that there's like sound <laughs> or you know um, footage uh, sound of that. tapes of that or even footage just to see it and hear it yeah. would be incredible. As long as I get a piss Christ sweater, it's going to be a win. Watch it's yeah, yeah. watch load load reload deluxe box. That's when they come out. They're going to release four different live rehearsal versions of Fixer. Like, oh, yeah, we've, right. we've been jamming it. We just, you guys <laughs> never knew that we did it. <laughs> yeah. We've been jamming. You just never were there because the doors weren't open yet. Yeah. Nobody knew the song, so we never wanted to play it for no one. <laughs> I want, nobody requested I want it. <laughs> blood and semen, ugly Christmas sweater in that fucking box set. Ooh, that would actually be good. That would be, that would be a win in my that book. All over That all over shirt that they had on the. Yep. On the poor touring me shirt. Just come everywhere. <laughs> wow. <laughs> come everywhere. Four ninety nine. Five hundred dollars, yeah. but that sweater's in there. Just like the cannibal song. Christmas I come comes blood. early. <laughs> Santa came. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he showed in. What's this? What's his podcast rated? Well, 
Uh, quadruple X by now? Yeah, whatever you, whatever oh. you want it to be. Just like the 40th anniversary with the four Xs. That's what we're going to rate the podcast for. Four Xs. You know, <laughs> Thank wh- you. while you're here with us, Bob, before you yeah. run away, he's been here for like a half an hour. I think, I think we should we should do our special edition final and voting for all. And Bob, you should be part of it with us because. Right oh, on. that's right. This one be an honor. This one's going to be kind of goofy. So we've been doing the countdown. Last week we had. Dream no more. Dream no more. Yeah, dream no more versus confusion. Beat confusion. No surprise Rightly. there. No, that was that. Everyone did the right thing, people. Everyone did. Yeah, yeah. people. Golf clap. Yes. So now that we're done with the discography, now we're moving on to the final two. We're two weeks out, but we wanted to do the last two together because they are a little bit goofy. Exactly. Sorry, bread fans, not in there. This is where things. What? So we we've been doing all these all these I'm rare songs. Well, we know that Metallica is not going to do a full set list of rare songs. So yeah. let's bring. At least we hope not. At least we hope not. But <laughs> I felt like the last two because everything else was so rare. I felt like the last two we should bring a little bit of humor and bring it back to reality a little bit. So for the f- part one oh. of it, we have two tonight. We have two. So for part one. Okay. If you had to choose between one of these two, either what you'd want to hear or you think this is where it's going to change a little bit. If you what you think they might play, so the rarities are done. Jeff. Rarities are done. We are now okay. going into We're back to reality. Sandman versus Creeping Death. So it can be either what you'd rather hear or what you think they're going to play. If they have to pick between one of those two in this type of situation, I really don't see Sandman being played either night. That's bold. That's very I'm bold. Stick with, I think, I'm going to stick with that. I hope we can talk about this in a few weeks because if <laughs> yeah. they do, I'm going to be very disappointed. I feel like it's going to get played at least one of the nights. No. I would. I would like them if if they're going to play it. I would like them to open with it. Yes. Just for just for old time's sake, and and finally put the Black Album celebration to rest yep. by starting the show proper. It's time. Um. Or do um. You know, kind of like the reload, rehearse, request thing when they uh, started. Somebody had requested Sandman, mm-hmm. and they're like, eh, "We're not going to play it. We're going to do King. Let's do King instead." You know, and maybe maybe start Sandman and be like, "Ah, no, you guys don't want to hear that," and then go into something that will really make the crowd pop. Right, know, right. Make us pop. Well, of course, I would pick Creeping for the song I'd want to hear. But let's say they're going to play both of them. What would be ideal? One, like you said, I, I night one. Open with Sandman, Night 2, open with Creep, get those songs out of the way, move into the rare shit. Yeah. So I like that idea. But my my vote is obviously going to have to be Creeping Death. What would it, what would your guys' vote be? Creep, baby. Yeah, I'll go with Creep. Let's do it across the board. All right, Creep across the board. That's a very good end voting for all poll because that yeah. that is very realistic. I like that, Jeff. Well, this next one is arguably just as tough, if you will, if not even tougher. I'm going to guess. Okay. Sucking my love. <laughs> Iced. <laughs> honey. Let bun. it loose. Let it loose. <laughs> I have a loose. hunch. Let it loose is a really good cover, by the way. Yes, it is. That's a that's a toe tapper. Uh, Ronnie the- Rising medley. Oof. 
something tells me you have something lined up like fade versus one. I mean, you're yeah. now you're getting there, yeah. Fade am versus sanitary. Am I close? I mean, you're you're definitely you're you're in the right era, so yeah. <laughs> okay, what do you got? I got bells versus puppets. Solid, once again, very solid choices. Because it's really a thinker. Because if you think about it, Sandman, Creep, Bells, Puppets, always for the most part. I mean, well, Creep sometimes doesn't get played, but for the most part, all four of those are staples every single show. So I mean, it really, really makes you think. Because you're like, fuck, you're used to thinking about these these rare songs, and it's like extremely. I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put a huge twist on this. All right, yeah, they're gonna play puppets. I want them to play Bells with Jason. So Bells is what you would pick then? If it's Bells with Jason? Yes. Yeah. Fuck. I could see that. I was going to say, we might have another unanimous across the board because that's a, that's a very good <laughs> simulation right there. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm just saying that's what I want, not what not what would probably happen. Yeah, you know, the, the thing, speaking of Bells live... I was just thinking about this recently. In, t- in 2004, I saw five shows, and I didn't see Bells once. Really? Yeah. Both, wow. both uh, Long Island shows, Uniondale, um, and then both Philly shows, and then the New Jersey show. Didn't And I didn't miss it. It was, it was kind of weird, because they had thrown in, you know, your Leper Messiahs, your Ride the Lightnings, uh, your Holier Than Thou, stuff like that. So I disappeared. It was sort of balanced out. What's that? I disappeared I during disappear. that era a lot. Dyer's Eve as well. Yeah. Finally popped up and one of those shows I got the weight so that was cool <clears throat> Trapped Under Ice was played in Chicago fuck you <laughs> I, I didn't see it I didn't see it at that I saw it at MSG <laughs> even better um, but yeah you know and, and if they were going to do puppets I mean obviously they're going to do puppets but I think it would be just to shake things up it would be interesting if they played just the short version half puppets people off. or Master maybe Terrium. Master Terium Master Terium yeah Kill two birds with one stone. Get two birds stoned at once, like Ricky says. Yeah. No, I see. I want to. I want to. Speaking of the the re- reload rehearse request, let me be like Matt Pinfield and just say, "Let's do it. Go ahead. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen." Now, you know? Exactly. That's battery. true. Yeah. How about, how about you guys play battery? Okay. Let's I do it. I gotta say, I feel like on any other show, if I had to choose between hearing one of them live, I would pick puppets. For this show, in this setting, and that's all that matters right now because that's what we're talking about. I'm gonna go bells. One, because for the idea of a potential Jason, you know, that's crazy. But also, Bells is a much shorter song, so that leaves room to put in a more rare song. Right. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with Bells. Now, don't send me your hate mail. Yes, I know Cliff played Bells, everyone, but I want to hear Jason play it because the way he played it in the 90s with that wah. Oh, oh Cliff played Played bells. So much more to that. Yeah, did you know that? I didn't know that. Didn't didn't Ron play bells? I kind of thought I thought he did. <laughs> Don't write in. <laughs> I'm just saying the way Jason utilizes the wah with bells would be a fucking badass throwback. Yes, plus, I agree. We haven't heard him do it in over 20 years, so right. Yeah, I'd be down for that. So it looks like we got a unanimous decision yes. across the board for both votes. We all three picked the same thing. And voting for all polls open early Thursday morning. That's two polls, by the way. We'll have two polls on Thursday, closing late Thursday night with results on Friday. Jeff, nicely done with 20 weeks worth of homework, dude. That was a lot of work. <laughs> hey, it was a good time, and I'm, nice. I'm glad that we were able to do it. It was fun to see people's reactions. It was awesome. 
We're going to recap all of 20 weeks next week, by the way. This this last vote, you know what? I'm not going to say do the right thing, people. I'm just going to say fucking, yeah, you got some work to do. There's two this time. <laughs> no. Go I love with it. your gut. Yeah, just go with your gut here. I'm going to go with my gut. This time, have fun with it. Lily Tomlin. <laughs> <laughs> my gut tells me it's Lily Tomlin. My gut tells me it's Lily Tomlin. How could he? How could he have gotten that question wrong? That he got wrong about um, Sandra Bernhard one woman show. I mean, she's like, I, I think. It, I think it was even like a, a, a San Francisco like staple. Because he was doing blow at that time. Oh yeah. <laughs> when did he film yeah. that? Ninety seven, ninety eight. What? Um, Who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, it was for charity. Oh, it was that new. Two thousand one. That was an old one. Yeah, because I remember it. He had from, that reload look going from the, yeah, from the tape that I, the, the tape that I had at the time. I suppose Regis and and Who Wants yeah, to Be a Millionaire wasn't right. around in the nineties. Didn't come around until no, yeah. And uh, it was after Jason had left, so anything that was Metallica, that was around, it was like I'm recording it. Just yeah, you're right. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. And actually, I found another tape um, in my my dad's garage. Um, it's labeled M2K. I don't remember what I put on it, but oh, it's God. obviously stuff from 2000. So, oh, get on that, Bob. We might have to have an. Episode and we might have to that. do a, a, a Bob's home videos commentary tape. episode. Yeah, where we sit down and watch this, and our listeners can hear some rare shit. Well, I saw yeah. three shows on that M2K tour. That, Jeff, that's straight up Seven Dust Kid Rock Metallica shit. There, yeah, dude, that would be that'd be a fun one to go that'd over. Be that solid, yeah. That's when they were playing two by four, trapped, phantom. That's that's when they were uh, opening with Darling. That was Yeah. I wanna open with Darling at our next show, just throwing that out there. It's so much fun. It's so easy. <laughs> that's solid, dude. Just a good kick in the nuts. So easy and so short. It is, and it's it's like a catchy song and like people really every time it gets played, I'm always surprised that like people are like, Oh shit, yeah. Like they get excited. And we're on. Bob, thanks for dropping in again, bro. Yes, yeah. thank you Wait, so I much, got, Bob. I have more. Don't I have more Astro or more? Uh, un, un, oh, un, you're out of time. Uh, you got to pay four ninety nine a minute, just like in the AOL days. Yeah, <laughs> better dial up, bud. <laughs> I would throw some kind of monster in there, though. I almost put Scum in there. I almost did. Yeah, because as as much you know, people kind of goof on the lyrics and stuff, but the idea behind it. And what the band was at the time, literally a monster. Yep. I think it's pretty cool. You know, the imagery that is, you know, this is the duh, 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 you know, yep. I think it's cool. And I think it's been forgotten just because it's so, I mean, literally it's Frankenstein. That song you know, has so many parts to it. It has some heavy riffs. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Dun, yeah. Or I love the fact that James uses this just disgusting like fuzz sound for that little lead that he does. Like and it just sounds. It fits it so well, but when you hear that effect by itself, it's like that's the worst sound ever. But it sounds <laughs> so great in that right. setting. Right, that's a great. Yeah. That's a great pick. It is. Have you have you listened to the live versions? Yeah, I, I don't mind the, them. The, the, and that three times. And the edited version wasn't bad too. When it had the good snare yeah, sound. I like the edited from, version from the uh, what was that? Some kind of monster EP with all the. That was where James they did ride the lightning and he forgot the fucking words. <laughs> I forgot the fucking, fucking words. words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then one last one, Phantom Lord. 
I almost had Phantom on mine. That was what I. It's funny you say that because that's similar. I was actually when I started the list, that was the very first one I started with was Phantom. And Phantom, it's it just, got replaced by Escape. But yeah, Phantom was on there. I was like, man, that song needs more just attention. Think about it. Phantom's right by Remorse. It is. Yep, exactly. That that little kind of hidden corner of Kill 'Em All that uh, maybe it's a darkened alley and people don't, you know. <laughs> They're on their way over to the bright lights like, and seeking to destroy. Fan- and- Phantom is, <laughs> like, uh, to me, Phantom's on par with Hit the Lights and Motor Breath. I would say it's better, yeah. but it's on par with those songs. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got Mustang all over it. but It does. Which, th- that might be a diss. Like, it's like, oh, I got Mustang on me. Get it off. <laughs> you know? I got my stain. I got, yeah, I got Mustang on Mustang. But, no, I mean, you know, again, you know, the lyrics, you know, people can roll their eyes at it, but it's fucking cool like if you're gonna write or if you're gonna listen to you know a traditional heavy metal song that has you know monsters and shit and that kind of you know uh, full on metal vibe to the to the lyrics right. to me that's the one I mean you know there's, there's Slayer songs that kind of have maybe they were trying to create their own maybe maybe Phantom Lord was supposed to be like the Eddie you know of Metallica. Oh right! They were trying to create that <laughs> that imagery you know, like, of of uh, yeah, like tr- 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 to try to have like um, Vic like Rattlehead. Yeah, but I think shit. I mean, Phantom Lord rules. I agree, dude. I love how the Bob signal has been here for half the episode, Jeff. Hey, you know what? Oh. The first Bob That's signal right. only lasted like five minutes, and now he's he's taken over. You know, episode nine of season six. But you know what? Wait, I, I just came to deliver the mail, man. Yeah, it's all right. And you know That's what? That's true. It's 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 different this time because last time when he dropped in, we had another guest. But this time, it was just like a a casual friend strolling over with a six pack to chill. Last time we were talking to Bobby from Long Beach, and then Bobby just you know was I'm in, I'm out, and now was now now he was here to stay. He's wow, dude. I I, I love the Bob signal. It's our Good it's our best segment we've ever had. <laughs> Next Thank time, you. Bob, I want to know for a fact what that tool was that Macaulay Culkin used from that grill. All right, I'll get on it. Tune in next month when Bob drops Kevin. back in with us. Special Kevin. Christmas episode. Hey, I like your style, dude. Special Home Alone commentary episode. <laughs> Bob, thanks again for dropping in. We will uh, see you soon. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. See you. Goodbye. I love when he drops, just drops in, literally. Yeah, it's, it's, he's like Batman, you know, we shine the light and he just, whoop, right on in. Didn't think it'd be 30 minutes worth, but we got two rounds of In Voting For All. He talked a little about his unnamed, underrated, and outlaw tunes. Yeah, you know, and like I said, you know, if, you know, if we but have a... But very no- disappointed in his Home Alone knowledge. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and, I he's, he, and he's from Chicago. I That's where know. it was. Yeah, but he found out that the Airbnb was very cheap, so... That's true. Twenty five bucks. I have a hard time believing that. I think you'd have to have a party of two hundred times twenty five. Right. Exactly. But you know, you never know. You just you never know. Tis the season to be merry. Oh, well, that's my name. No shit. <laughs> Can't see the line, can you? <laughs> no, Dad. <laughs> Next time I talk to Bob, I'm going to ask him if he actually knows the Wet Bandits. Yeah, he might know them. Yeah, I'm sure he'll tune back in. He'll drop in, you know, from time to time, and we'll say, Bob, do you know? Marv and Harry. Well, that'd be a great name if you actually started a business in Chicago. What bandits or Harv? Yeah, Harv and Mary. <laughs> what was the name of? What was on the side of their van? I don't know. Wasn't it? You what, remember that plumbing something? Was it plumbing? Yeah. 
remember the pizza was called Little Nero's. Little Robert De Niro's. <laughs> look, look up the van. Yeah, I don't remember. Were they plumbers? I thought it was no. plumbers, but maybe I don't know. Let's see. Don't worry, ma'am. Your house is just fine. How's that quote go? Oh yeah, it was plumbing. Okay, plumbing and heating. O K A Y. There it is. <laughs> K A Y. Yeah. Okay. Your flood control experts. Hey, you know we should call the number one of these days on the side and see what happens. Call. See what it goes to. JK five thirteen fifty or something. I can't tell. Yeah, it says call JK five. What is it? I'm gonna call it on the air right now. The number. I'm wake their ass up. Yeah, the number is JK five fifteen fifty. It looks like. Put that put that on speaker and see what pops up. Well, it's five 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 fifteen fifty. But it says JK five on there. Okay. Thirteen. Give me an area. Thirteen. Give me an area code. Whatever Chicago is. Oh, what is that? I'm gonna piss someone off at twelve in the morning. One in the morning. I don't either. Seven seven three or three one two. Three one two. I'm familiar with. Three one. I'm calling somebody. Three one two five 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 thirteen fifty. Five five five. Five five five. Thirteen fifty. Okay, plumbing and heating, aka web right. bandits. Here we go. We're really gonna piss someone off on a Sunday night. Let's do it. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your oh. call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again. Oh. Oh. So bombed. Fake news. What was that other area code? Uh, let's see. What one do we do? The three one. I use three one two. What was it? Seven. Shit, I I'm gonna use a Minneapolis number. Yeah. 1350? 773 with Chicago. Okay, hang on. It's like when you call 8675309. Here we go. Welcome to Verizon. <laughs> oh. You can't start a phone number with 555. Yeah, no. I'm and- so disappointed. Well, I mean, let's Dude, face it. I'm trying was, Minneapolis. Just hang on. I was hoping to hear the Wet Bandits talk. Here's a Minneapolis area code 612. Here we go. Third time's a charm. Welcome to Verizon. Ah. Oh. Strike out. 555 is a Hollywood number. <laughs> 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 so disappointed, dude. You all said that like Napoleon. It's a Hollywood number. Oh, God, <laughs> gross. Freaking On a date? Stupid. What the flip is grandma doing at the dunes? She's on a date with her boyfriend. Boyfriend? <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hollywood number. <laughs> so did, I thought one of those numbers would actually work and someone was... would be in bed going, hello. <laughs> Man, fuck your mama. I was going to say, is Harry and Marv there? <laughs> uh, excuse me, Holmes. What it is? Now, you see that trailer with no wheels in it. <laughs> right. Now, inside that trailer is my brother, Jack. <laughs> oh, man. What an episode. Dude, episode 6.9. You talked about, what was your reference to 69 again? It was my high school band. Oh, your song. Yeah, we yeah. had a song called 69. 69 was... Almost a greatest hit, and then I told you that when <laughs> cops door up window to window, that they're sixty nine in the parking lot. Yeah, hopefully they don't get mad at us for saying that. But yeah, you know, no, it's all good. All of that and more, unnamed, 
underrated and outlaw tunes, including the Bob Signal dropping in from Chicago. Yep, and you know what? For all of you listening, start putting together your underrated list playlist yes. because we want you to write yes. in we want you to come on the show let us know whatever it is we want to hear what you think are the most underrated tunes out there by the almighty Telica and podcast for all at gmail.com are you the fan drive the discussion choose your topics tell us your outlaw tunes outlaw. i can't wait to talk about my christmas tree next week yeah people are gonna see some heavy shit tonight <laughs> Starts with an M, ends with an A. That's all I'm telling. Yeah, we're back to Madonna again. And we're going to recap all 20 weeks of In Voting for All, Countdown to the Chase Center, 40th anniversary style. That sounds like a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of work. We might have to have a guest for that. Yeah, someone might want to talk to us. They know the they know the Gmail. They know the drill. You got anything else, dude? No, I was just looking through to see if there was any more bands that started with M and ended with A. Because I, for the life of Mashuga. me... Mashuga? No, they end with an H, bro. It's an H. I, I can't Mastodon end with an A. Right, exactly. A Mastodonna. Machine Head Ah? Um, how about Mike Shinoda, the dude from Linkin Park? He has his own uh, 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 solo stuff. I mean, that kind of is there an M and an A. Megadeth ah. Megadeth ah. If it, yeah, if you're doing a James style, everything ends with an A. Why can't all these cool bands end with A? I just named three of them. Yeah, I know. Because I, like I said, for the life of me, I can't think of what band you you did your tree after. That's that's crazy. Like a virgin, sixty nine for the very first time. Hey, that's real life in that song. I mean that 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 goes. That's some improv there, boys and girls. There you go. There you have it, folks. Can't wait to tell you about it, man. I will see you next week. Sounds good, my friend. Later. Check you later. Check you later, man. Chicks don't want to hear that shit, man. Check you later. Check you later. They don't want to hear anything, man. (laughs) We had geography together, remember? I'm going to let you have the front seat, but only because I'm going inside. I'm going to give you shotgun. Shotgun, yep. <laughs> I'm saying the next time I'm in the van. Oh yeah, for sure. Now we're gonna close this with dazed and confused quotes. Oh, it doesn't get any better. We should have a we should have a dazed a, a, entire season. We should do a commentary episode at the end of May, right before summertime of that movie. Brickford, <laughs> sorry about your bu- sorry about your party, man. What can I say? The delivery guy bricked. Yeah, he bricked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wrong Mr. Pickford altogether. (laughs) Start unpacking. We're not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I see that scene, I always say, I'd really like to see that delivery guy get that keg back into that truck. Yeah, right. You know, he's like, he's got it on the ground. It's like, yeah, I want to see you get that back in the truck and leave. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Such a great movie with a great soundtrack. One of the best. All right, now that we've done our Minnesota goodbye and we're, you know, still on it. Seven minute goodbye. <laughs> Good night. Goodbye, Jeff. Bye bye. And goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs> and goodbye. And bye. And see you bye. Later. Oh,
Wait, man, why are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking Check about? Check you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey, man, you lost my case. Oh, man. What happened? I don't know who's in there, but somebody just got blown away. Huh? Somebody beat us to the job. They're in there. Two of them. There was arguing. One of them blew the other one away. Who? I don't know. I thought I recognized one of their voices. And I know I heard that name Snakes before. Snakes? Snakes, snakes. I don't know no snakes. Kevin, open the door. Lose it, man. Damn. Hey, Dad. Huh? What's up? Did you order some kegs of beer? No. Well, there's a fellow in a beer truck out on the street that says you did. Oh, really? Yeah. Just a sec. I said I ordered a keg of beer? Yeah, he said it was to be delivered to the Pickford residence. This address? This address. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Why don't I go out there and see what's going on? Yeah, I think you better. I'll be right back. You guys know anything about a party here tonight? No, sir. No. Aren't you a little bit early? Uh, yeah, about an hour and a half, man. See, I want to get here by early, see if anyone's here. Man, I got this little action happening tonight, man, if you know what I mean. So I guess you got the wrong house. Oh, uh, yeah, inconvenience for you. I'm sorry, uh, brought Mr. Pickford all together. Hey, these things happen. Don't worry about it. Ben? Yeah. Were you going to have a party here tonight, son? I don't know what that was all about. Start unpacking. We're not going anywhere. Mm. You boys have fun now. Listen, I'm gonna give you shotgun, but I want you to know it's because only because I'm going inside. But keep that in mind.